And so they have this whole tagline where they're like, the future is not set. You know, your fate is, there is no fate, only the one you make. And then they're like four movies later. Just kidding. Uh, your future <laughs> is set and um, you just have to survive it. So survive. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hope Hated Podcast. I am Jack. And I'm Josh. And we are back with another episode. This week, we're diving into something that is a fun thing to talk about and Mm -hmm. sometimes a fun thing to watch on the screen. But instead of a movie review, we will be discussing time travel and how it is portrayed in movies and tv some of the things that are good some of the things that are bad and ultimately why i hate it in general (laughs) (laughs) Um, but before we do that let's talk about what came out and what is coming out this past weekend sponsor oh i i always skip the sponsor oh i guess (laughs) i don't always skip the sponsor but they're gonna hate us i know um this episode once of course is sponsored by jury of wolves Wearing the hat, wearing the shirt. We had a comment uh, that, for those listening on Spotify, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's always interesting to describe what you're wearing when they can't see. So Mm -hmm. you're just going to have to picture it if you're not watching on YouTube. So, yeah. Thanks for the comment. They just follow the link, go to the store, they will see. That's true. You know, my whole wardrobe. That's true. Um, so this past weekend, Thor Love and Thunder came out. Mm. You know, it's been received with mixed reviews, and I'm surprised. Mm. Everyone I've talked to has enjoyed it so far. So I've gotten a lot of, I've seen a lot of good, but I've also seen like a, it's not as good as Ragnarok, and that's disappointing mm. kind of thing. I think it's hard to follow up a movie like Ragnarok that was so yeah. like, tone setting for Thor's character. So that's interesting, but. Um, still excited. Still think Taika Waititi is fantastic at, with yeah. everything that he comes out with. So I'm still excited to see it. I didn't get to see it this past week, so hopefully this coming week I will. Tomorrow, very excited because the new Resident Evil Netflix show yeah. launches. So I'm very excited to watch that. Um, we are approaching closer to The Gray Man, which comes out, I think, on the 22nd, which is next week. Um, Bullet Train comes out at the beginning of August, and mm-hmm. in August we're approaching Game of Thrones: The House of the Dragon. Yeah, which is very exciting for the Game of Thrones fans. <laughs> yes. So, anyways, now that that part is over, now we're going to get in to the meat. Hit me with it. I want to start off on a good note when it comes to time Mm -hmm. travel. So I suggest that you tell me a few of your favorite time travel based movies or shows. Okay. Um, I would start off with probably one of the first ones that I saw, which was the back to the future series. Sure. I enjoyed all three of those, um, especially as a kid, I really liked the third one a lot. Um, but I was a big okay. fan of westerns, and so that one took place. You know, it was very western themed, so sure. I I really enjoyed that one. Um, 
getting older, uh, of course, being a massive Arnold Schwarzenegger fan, um, Terminator was fantastic. Terminator 2 is still one of my favorite movies. Every time I see it on, I, I want to watch it or at least watch a, a couple of scenes. It always is so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I'd have to say in my later teenage years, I really got into Donnie Darko. I okay. was a massive fan of that. That was, of course, my first experience with Jake Gyllenhaal. And so it's, you know, that being like a, you know, older cult movie, it's mm-hmm. really cool to see where he grew from that. Also, Seth Rogen was in that movie. <laughs> True. He played, what was it, a bully or whatever yeah. that, you know, only had like one or two lines. But it was, yeah. it was very cool uh, with that. And, you know, of course, not talking about time travel, just those two actors and stuff. Sure, sure. But um, and then more recently watching Umbrella Academy. Okay. I, I love that show so much. I love the way that they handle the time travel and everything. So um, just so I, my list doesn't keep going on, because I could probably probably pull a couple more out of the hat. Those those are some of my favorites. And all right. So you've mentioned, obviously, some of the most iconic time travel based mm-hmm. movies that there are. And I'll, I'll touch on a couple more. Um, I think it's important to mention movies even if i don't think they technically portrayed time travel in the best way or Mm -hmm. in the way that made the most sense but still kind of like set a precedent like a movie like interstellar gets memed Mm -hmm. on a lot but um fantastically shot movie right like it's it's you know it was very intriguing and you know it was a spectacle even though you can Again, make fun of it for a lot of different things. Um, the Edge of Tomorrow, or mm-hmm. I think it was changed to Live, Die, Repeat, or something like something that. Like I don't, that. Yeah, yeah. So they, they did a whole <clears throat> like name change thing. Fantastic. Uh, even more recently, Tenet. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the coolest, even though I still don't think it makes sense. Still one of the coolest portrayals yeah. of time travel. That's pretty dope. In recent, in recent <laughs> history. I think very, very just interesting the way that they did it. And of course, anytime you have Christopher Nolan with a movie like that, it's just, I mean, again, I always, I guess I'm a little biased because of my love for Inception. Mm -hmm. Inception, not really time travel based, but you still have that, that paradox, the paradigm of time, right? Like every time you went deeper into a layer, the time went like slower there in the previous one, right? Like, so it just kept compounding, but anyways, you know, movies like that fairly recent. Um, and so you can look at ones like that, but also look at ones from the eighties, like the, like Terminator, right? Like Terminator Mm -hmm. one, Terminator two, the whole Terminator kind of trope is really what like ultimately made me kind of set a, set my mind towards time travel in movies. Cause like I watched Terminator the first one, when I was very young. I didn't, it's yeah. weird because I was, I was allowed to watch a movie like Terminator, but I wasn't allowed to watch back to the future. I don't know if it's because of the crude hmm. humor, like violence was okay, but crude humor wasn't. Yeah. When I was a kid, I, I don't know. It's weird. I think mostly because it was recorded from TV. So like the swearing uh, and the yeah. nudity they was cleaned out. out a ton from TV. Yeah, yeah. Right. But like 
this the, there was a lot of, there was a lot more like crude humor in Back to the Future that wouldn't have technically been yeah. I guess edited out uh, for TV. But anyways, that's aside that we could go off on a whole other topic on that. But um, that kind of like set me up for you know I love this movie. I love Terminator. Obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger as a kid, he's one of my like movie heroes, right? Like just amazing and yeah. everything. Even if it's even if the movies are bad or he was bad or however you want to look at it. You always but, have a good time. Yeah. But Terminator and the, the premise of, you know, you going, you're in the future and you send your, you send your dad back in time <laughs> so that he'll sleep with your mom so that you can be born so that you could send your dad back. So we're going to get into this whole like yeah. time loop thing. And the fun thing about Terminator is that their whole premise was there is no fate but what we make right like the future mm-hmm. is not set okay yeah but that's completely contradictory because the whole point of it was that the future was set like as the it had series, already happened yeah mm-hmm. as the series went on it, they realized that like no matter what the future was going to happen and it was about surviving it and not about <laughs> Mm-hmm. And not about stopping it. And so they have this whole tagline where they're like, the future is not set. You know, your fate is, there is no fate, only the one you make. And then they're like four movies later. Just kidding. Uh, your future <laughs> is set and um, you just have to survive it. So survive. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, so we're going to get into that part. I do want to touch on what some of the more wild, widely known time travel movies of ones that are like iconically looked at to be the best. Okay. okay. Um, fun fact, a movie like Tenet, mm-hmm. uh, Interstellar, not on this list. I could see that. So as, as, no. as cool and as groundbreaking, I feel like in certain ways that Tenet was, it's still not a, for everybody kind of movie. It's sure. not one that I could turn to everyone and recommend where, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some on this list that it's like, yeah, they just reach a broad audience. I mean, yeah. you're talking about like back to the future. We watched it, or you may have not have watched it as a kid, but it was still like, you know, you could be 10, 11 and 12 and enjoy the movie. You could be 18 or 90 years old and enjoy the movie. If you like comedy, if you like action, if you like, you know, whatever. Right. And it was, dumbed down enough that everyone kind of got it where tenant like you had to pay attention yes. to that thing. like it was yes like i don't think anyone understood it completely watching it the first time like you almost have to watch yeah. it two three times and really kind of pay attention and even then like i there's probably people that are like i just don't get that shit like yeah <laughs> you know so that that would be what my speculation as to why something like that wouldn't make it in there. Sure. I mean, I, I just find I do just find it interesting because they were such big scale movies. And mm-hmm. again, like you said, they were very like for what they were pretty iconic. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I do think it's funny that Back to the Future Part Three is your favorite Back to the Future. And it did not mm-hmm. make the top 15 list. One and, in okay two, one and two did, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is funny See, because two, I did not enjoy as much. Yeah. I didn't like it because it showed the really scary future mm. and it was just like, you felt bad the whole time. Sure. Where like, I, I didn't enjoy watching 
Biff be rich and shit on everybody. Like that just wasn't enjoyable to me. Sure. Or like, you know, the first movie had a lot of fun stuff with Michael J. Fox, like doing a lot of cool shit. And it was like, it was a fun movie. And then the third one, like I said, Westerns, yeah. freaking love Westerns. So I'm always going to be down for something like that. Yeah. You like Westworld a lot, which is why. Okay. So both Terminator one and two um, mm-hmm. need mentioned, of course, of course, after that, the Terminator series kind of just goes all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, one movie we didn't mention, Bill and Ted's. Oh, so iconic movie, true. right? Um, mm-hmm. I think that was obviously like a fun way to look at time travel. Yeah. Uh, they ignored most of the rules of every time rule. travel. Yeah. Every <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe every rule. Um, again, Edge of Tomorrow. I mentioned that it's a fantastic movie. I, mm-hmm. I actually like how they did time travel in that because it wasn't mm-hmm. really like a time travel as much as it was like a time reset. Yeah. It was like a reset button, which I think is a way to deal with some of the time rules. Um, mm-hmm. Groundhog day. We didn't mention groundhog day. Yep. Uh, obviously Palm Springs is very much that way. Sure. Yeah. I was going to say, I saw Palm Springs on another list. Um, twelve monkeys. It's, it's my hidden Bra- gym. Brad Pitt and uh, yes, I forgot Bruce about Willis. that one too. That Even one, man, I haven't seen that one in forever. I need to go back and rewatch that. I I remember like thinking back on it. I'm like, man, I love that movie, and I'm like, yeah. I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> uh, and then two more Looper mm-hmm. with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis. Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis likes these time travel movies. I, yep. I haven't seen The Fifth Element in forever, but something just keeps mm-hmm. t- t- telling me, like, I should go back and watch it. Uh, um, let's see. What else? Idiocracy, another mm-hmm. comedy that's just fantastic, deals with time travel. That one was... You didn't like it? Well, no, no, no. I wouldn't consider it time travel because he f- goes to sleep in, like, a, a time capsule thing and then wakes up in the future. It's not like he gets in a time machine and actually travels to the past. He he goes to sleep, wakes up. Now it's, you know, a couple hundred years later True. that he wakes up. So he's living in the future, but it's, I don't know. So, I mean, I could, I mean, if you wanted to argue it, I'm, I'm not going to really argue against yeah. you, but as uh, far I'm as just saying it's in, go, it's in a list of the, t- of the yeah. best. Like I'm not really, no, I love the movie personally. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. It, satirical movies like that um when they can really hit home are are good it's well done i Um, think it was good did you see primer i have not seen primer i remember that one being on like a list of mine to watch for probably 20 years sure and i just never got around to watching that one so being that it's like kind of Mm indie-ish in the way that it's made like doesn't whenever you look at it it doesn't mm-hmm. look like a movie you're like oh i'm really gonna enjoy this but i think it's worth a watch mm-hmm. yeah I, d- I don't remember when that one first came on my radar but I, I mean, it's been out it came out a long time ago like very long time that's like yeah. 2004 yeah i remember oh. like 20 years ago thinking i need to watch this movie and then like every yeah. couple of years it'll pop up and i'll be like i should watch that movie and then i just never do um under extremely underrated movie um well, actually, two of them. One Army of Darkness. Well, yes, that <laughs> that of course. Um, well, one that needs mentioned: the uh, original Planet of the Apes. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've ever seen that. Mm-hmm. Like the like Charlton Heston, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, it's been on TBS. Okay, you know, a million times. <laughs> like, okay, wake okay. up Saturday morning and it's like halfway like through the movie. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Sit down and watch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, very cool. I remember the first time I saw that with like the whole he doesn't know where he is and he's on the beach and then you see like the mm-hmm. Statue of Liberty kind of yeah. like washed up and you're just like, wait, what? Uh, so yeah. that's cool. Uh, the Time Machine with Guy Pierce. Do you remember that movie? It's not ringing a bell. He he like travels into the future where like mm-hmm. society has devolved into like these these warring like factions. It's it's uh it's pretty hmm. interesting. No, I have not seen that one. And then there was one and now, you know, I'm not going to be able to remember the name of it. It's uh it's got Paul Walker, Gerard Butler, Fast and Furious. <sighs> <laughs> yes. Um, oh, what is it called? I don't want to look it up. Walker. Paul Walker, Gerard Butler. It's mm. they go back to like the medieval times. Gerard Butler dies. Well, he stays at the end, and he ends up being the knight that they dig up. And I feel like I saw the previews, but I don't think I ever saw that movie. Oh man, hold on, I'm gonna find it. Paul Walker, uh, rest in peace. Everybody's probably sure. screaming at us. I yeah. know that's what I do on podcasts where they're like, what's the name of that? And I'm just like, it's <laughs> Lizzo. Yeah, everyone's probably doing that to us right now. I'm it's sorry. Fine, it's fine, it's I apologize. Fine. I got this. Hold on. It's, mm-hmm. it's called Timeline. Timeline. Yes. Name is not a very good one. And that's why I didn't remember it. <laughs> a because group of archaeologists. Become trapped in the past when they go there to retrieve a friend. The group must survive 14th century France before they can escape back to the 21st century. Um, Gerard Butler ends up like falling in love and staying there. And then mm-hmm. like it turns out that the in the future, the archaeological dig that they're digging is like his like casket or like whatever. Like Ooh, when, he's, when he's finally what buried. A twist. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's good. it's good. Yeah. It's no, good. I like it. I like that idea. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and up your own bones. obviously there's some other like little honorable mentions, like uh, I think Deathly Hallows, Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows part one, um, mm-hmm. when they have the little uh, time winder necklace thing mm-hmm. and it like it's, they show themselves like watching themselves. I, okay. So that, that mm-hmm. in and of itself makes me angry. So this is where we're <laughs> going to, we're going to switch. Hit okay, me with so, it. Hit me with it. All right. So here's the thing. Typically, there are two types of, of, of like time travel movies, okay, or okay. TV shows and like the way that they, they're dealt with. One is like complete and utter abandonment for like the rules of what you would think would happen with time travel, right? So, like, yeah. for instance, Bill and Ted's. Bill and Ted travel back and they like meet, you know, Mozart and this person, that person, and like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) And they don't care that like they're like could be messing up the future because like yeah, there's no rules, right? There should have been water parks all over France after. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and then there's the other ones that like try to establish a set of rules and then stick Mm. with them. The Marvel universe is very very. Um, it's a good example of that because they like they set up their own mm-hmm. time continuum 
rules and then they try to abide by them by trying yeah. to make everything fit under like well it's the multiverse and well this is what's happening in this universe while this is happening over here mm-hmm. and stuff gets super muddy right because yeah. you're not sure like okay well which universe did they travel back to and mm-hmm. which one are they doing da, 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 da. so like things start to branch out and every time you go one direction with a new timeline you end up with this conundrum of okay so how did we tie off the last one all right so that's Mm -hmm. another way to do it and then sometimes too it's like we're going to do time travel but we're not going to even like there's rules and we're going to maybe explain the rule that that we're abiding by but we're not going to really talk about the effects of Mm -hmm. what could happen because of our time travel so it's typically like one of those those three my issue ultimately obviously isn't with the parody ones and the ones that are just using time travel for like a gateway device to make a fun movie. Cause mm-hmm. whatever my issue is with time travel being portrayed in movies as a, a real thing. Mm-hmm. And then B when they come up with solutions based on their own rules that don't make sense. I E like I mentioned before, the Terminator paradox, right? So, yeah. And it's super hard for, so for somebody that's listening, I would like to draw <laughs> you a diagram. Okay. Yeah. I would like to draw you a diagram. So imagine you're going to have to, anybody listening, you're going to have to imagine that, uh, I, I'm at a, a whiteboard and you're, you're watching me draw this. Okay. So okay. you have you, Josh in 2022. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're here and you're on this, this line, right? Now you want to go back to the day that your parents conceived you. I know it's Mm -hmm. weird. Okay. But you go to that day as a great day as 37 year old you. Okay. You go then and you say, Mm -hmm. wait a minute. Just before this happens, I just want you to know that 37 years from now, I'm the kid that's going to come out of this. This is what you get. (laughs) This is what you get. Okay. Now they can either decide to continue it and Mm -hmm. do it anyway, or they can be like, Hey, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want that. (laughs) We don't, we don't want to do this. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So then in that moment, and now we're going to even say that for sake of argument, you have a time travel device that allows you to go from point A to point B in the past and then back mm-hmm. again, right? Yes. So you're not just you're not back in 1984 or 85 just waiting, okay? Mm-hmm. You're not just like there as a 37-year-old version of yourself and you're like, "Well, now I'm in the 80s and I have to yeah. live from here on," right? So just say you can get back. So you go there, you talk to your your parents at the time and then they they go, "Okay. Not going to do it." Mhm. Do you just cease to exist? That you're you're getting into the fundamentals then of like real life time travel and what would happen. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the thing that, that's very squirrely is Well, I'm getting into this because it's all hypothetical. That's, well so, that's what's that's my point. Yeah. Right? That, that's what's being portrayed in a movie. So in a movie, for instance, or mm-hmm. again going back to the Terminator paradox, right? So you send 
you, again, I'm using you as an example because it's yeah. it's, it's parallel. So you go back, you tell your your parents like, hey, this is what you get. Now, like flip side of that argument, they go through with it. They make you mm-hmm. okay. So now, little you, 37 years later, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have to go back in time again to tell them? Because because yeah. keep in mind that now that you've mm-hmm. done that in your own timeline and you went back and told them and then you came back to the, the present. Yeah. That's now a thing that you did. Right? Yeah. And so that ultimately that's part of your your person that you visited, you know, your fetus. That's part of that person's timeline. See, I, I think that who is ever writing and directing the movie, it is their choice on how they want to play that out. If they want to do things silly, like you said, like with Bill and Ted, mm-hmm. and just go grab Napoleon from the past, bring him to the future, take him to a water park, have him do a, a thing at the school, school presentation, then mm-hmm. take him back and then go, oh, that's not going to have any effect on the world we're living in today. Sure. That's fine. You can go about doing it that way. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the hell out of that movie, you know, but if if the writer and director is trying to be very, very specific on how these things are done and you happen to see different holes in their logic and their thinking, then, yeah, I think you can criticize them for that. But at the same time, it's like time travel is a very um, theoretical type thing so we have to look at it that way you know it's the same as when we're watching any sci-fi movie that has just space travel there's some space travel that we could do but most space travel in movies is theoretical and hypothetical that Mm -hmm. you know once we get to that point that we can maybe traverse the universe like they show in some of these movies those people will be looking back on these movies go oh my god do you see that that they did wrong and that that they did wrong and that that they you know but I, and I understand where you're coming from with the time travel thing, because most of it is is a lot of logic type fallacies mm-hmm. um, that it's like, yeah, it doesn't make sense because you would think, OK, well, yes, me in the future would then have to set an alarm for that day to make sure that <laughs> I go back in time yeah. to make sure that this cycle continues. But then at the same time, that then ignores basically the whole existence of butterfly effects. You know, the fact that my parents could see me and go, Oh God, you have our son in the future has tattoos. Maybe mm-hmm. we didn't discipline him enough. Yeah. And they beat the hell out of me as a kid. And then you never and get, maybe tattoos. I don't survive. Maybe I don't survive to 37, Sure, you know, or whatever. Then I can never go back. So, so those kind of things, like it, it depends on how much I feel like a movie wants to play into it and how serious they want to be taken with things. Like, I feel like a movie like tenant, you know, that one tried to take the the time travel thing very seriously and how they mm. were going to be handling things and how the the different worlds and everything worked that if there's some blatant just logic mistakes that they make yeah that that can throw you off that movie and and make you not enjoy it but sure. you know if they do a good enough job that it's like okay i had to watch the movie 5 times and now like what about this dude it's like well yeah i can't think of everything this is a hypothetical situation it's it's something that we've created you know in our imagination that yeah there there's always going to be little trip ups along the way so 
that's why personally I don't get too upset with things yeah. because I I do understand that there there's always going to be logic you know loops that that you just plot holes basically within sure. time travel type things. But I think that that's part of the reason why it grinds my gear so much because mm-hmm. I think that unfortunately time travel can be used as more of like a a crutch to lean on f- to explain how oh well they just went back in time and changed the future so now we're yeah. good you know what i mean and it's it's it ends up being more like lazy than anything else mm-hmm. because i truly do not think that you can logic your way out of like even in a simple scenario like i just talked about right like even giving yeah. you all of the the benefits of like you can travel, you can go back and forth and whatever that doesn't explain, like you said, like if your parents were to see you at 37 before they had you, would they do things different? And then does that spawn off a separate timeline where you grow up more conservative or yeah, because I mean, realistically thinking like, even if I had the conversation with them, I'm now going to be conceived even if it's one second later. So who knows what that's going to change in the timeline of me being conceived one second later. And then maybe that means that I'm born one second later. Well, maybe the doctor that's trying to help me be born is helping someone else because I wasn't quite ready to come yet. And that one second, like you, you never see how those little things, you know, snowball into, like I said, the, the butterfly effect of, of everything that you could do by going back to the past. Yeah. Um, I mean, and that's kind of the whole point of using the diagram of like, as soon as you time travel, mm -hmm. your timeline is, is a spider web. Like literally as soon as you, as you time travel, even if you come back to that point, you've now Mm -hmm. set yourself up for a recurring loop. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Even if you come back, because once you come back, you will have time traveled. Yes. And so then your younger self, even if nothing, even if nothing changes, right? Like mm-hmm. nothing changes. You still grow up exactly the same. You still will get to that point when you're 37 and go, oh, I have to go warn my parents. And you will go mm-hmm. do that. Right. And it's yeah. boom, boom. But on the off chance that something does change, that spider web, when you take your little dot and go from 37 back to zero and you talk to your parents and again maybe their conception is a minute off maybe Mm -hmm. they decide to discipline you different now we have these spider webbing timelines that Mm -hmm. create an infinite possibility right yeah so then this goes into the second part where now we're talking about and a big thing that marvel deals with is multiple universes Right. Mm -hmm. So every time somebody travels into the future or into the past, we now have to deal with an alternate reality where you went, this changed X, Y, Z, the butterfly didn't land on the branch, the, this didn't happen, Mm -hmm. the car didn't hit this person. And now all of a sudden, you know, Hitler never killed himself. It's like, it's an endless stream of realities that, that I think that every time it ends up in a show or a, or a movie, it can't be done 
properly because there aren't there aren't tangible rules to follow. And so everything that is being done is like you said, is hypothetical, is theoretical. And what ha- ends up happening is that they do it to whatever the best of however they want to portray it. And it ends up being so logically flawed that it takes you out of what's actually happening. Yeah. Um, I, I think it depends on how much the movie tries to get into it. Like, even though back to the future, it's very specifically a time traveling movie. They kept the rules very simple. It's like, this is the present. If we go back to the past and we change this, this one specific thing that we change will change in the future. Ignore all butterfly effects. We do this. We go back. That's change. You go here. You put a quarter there. You go to the present. That quarter will still be there. Like all those kind of things. So it it kept it very basic, very dumb, super easy to follow. You weren't at the end going like, I'm really confused. Like, was that person really there? Or that No, it was just it was a fun movie. With a silly storyline, great characters, great actors. It it was just enjoyable for being what it was. But didn't he almost become his own dad or own grandpa or something? His mom got a crush on him, but he the whole time wasn't ever like, "Oh, I'm gonna hook up with my mom." Oh, that was a Futurama. That was a Futurama where he was like his own grandfather, his own great great grandfather. Because it was it was basically in, in the movie, his dad was supposed to get hit by a car and then his mom kind of falls in love with the dad because he got hit by the car. And so when Michael J. Fox saves his dad from getting hit by the car and gets hit by it himself, now his mom has feelings for him. Mm-hmm. So he just <laughs> he screwed things up that way. And it's right. you know, it was what made the the whole time travel thing fun was because he was going back in time to fix things. And of course it just showed I'm going to make 10 problems for every one that I fix. Sure. And so now I'm scrambling to try fixing everything at the end. And then you pull off the hell Mary ending and I rescue everything at once. And it's like, yes, feel good movie, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So it, it kept things basic. It kept things fun. That's why I, I would say that I enjoy that one. Um, Which is why you end up hating too, because you realize that there is a reality somewhere where Biff is the yeah. rich, the rich asshole. But see, not not in the Back to the Future world. There's no multi. Hey, I'm just saying. Or anything hey, he, like that. Hey, we've already talked about this. He time traveled, so there's a multiverse. Yeah, there is a I universe mean, where Biff was. You know. He was the guy. Hypothetically speaking, that is <laughs> that is very true. I I understand, but like I said, it it depends on how nitpicky you want to be. Like I said, if you're very. watching a car movie, and you know there's a Tesla driving beside another car, and they have sound coming out of the engine of the Tesla, you're gonna go, oh god, they should have done that. But it's like, does that ruin the whole movie for you? Like it's. It depends. It depends on how important (laughs) that thing is to it, you know, but generally to me, I forgive small mistakes, small. What's it called? The, the guy that checks everything in a movie to make sure that things are, are correct. Like if they're doing a movie in like the fifties that they have to make sure who's the the continuity guy. Continuity guy. guy. I mean, there's a million of those editors that are checking, everything, making sure there's no Starbucks cups in the 1950s black and white films. Sometimes those kind of things 
happen. It's sure. this is, you know, at the end of the day, these are actors that they probably don't understand this stuff. They probably understand understand the stuff less than we do. You know, they're just there reading lines, having fun, trying to make something that I could sit down on the couch and watch and go. I enjoyed that. Sure. You know, there. But I mean, this, unless this is a documentary on time travel that I could understand you getting upset and going, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but it's literally like, you know, we're, we're stealing Genghis Khan and bringing him to do a school play. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't have problems with that. I already said that. I don't yeah, have problems. I with so, so, which, so, I mean, it would, so then why, why is it that you have a problem with something like a Terminator, which is basically, just an action version of a Bill and Ted. It's just not a silly comedy version. It's an action no, version. It, it, the they, problem they, is the problem is because the entire premise of the movie, the the fate of the world is hanging on mm-hmm. this person that was sent from the future, and whether or not like he can save the his lieutenant, mm-hmm. his mom, that guy's lover from being killed and eliminated by the Terminator. Right? Like that's. Yeah. The premise and it's cool and it's awesome and it like you know oh yeah fate of the world you know we gotta but like at the end you find out like okay so they tried and they failed and then in terminator 2 like they're just gonna send another mm-hmm. but like it's further into the future so like you know they also have reprogrammed the you know the t1000 and the, the, the this and the other so it's like got the t1000 coming in and what what model was um was arnold Arnold was the T one thousand. Oh, that's right. So Arnold was T one thousand, and that was the two. Th- Is that right? right? God, now I'm all mixed up. Ah, see, yeah, now I'm questioning myself. <laughs> I thought the T one thousand was. I don't remember. I'm Anyways. pretty sure Arnold was the one, and the other guy was the two. Now I have to look. Now I have to look because yeah, please I'm, do. I'm. I'm embarrassing myself in this moment this right is, now. This is really great for a movie podcast. Yeah, um, no, it's 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 because I, it's because I said it out loud and then I I know it just doesn't sound right yeah, coming I off my tongue. Myself. Yeah, yeah. See, I was right. So the T1000 is see you you messed me up. I blame you. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that that you know that actually I'm makes just, a lot of sense. I'm the T1 T1000 was. The all liquidy, yeah, metal the liquid guy. metal dude. Okay, yeah. I don't, all right, yeah, but, I but regardless, right? So, like, my my issue ultimately <laughs> is like, okay, so it's a it, they're going forward with like it's a serious. This is what's happening. We're sending people from the from the future, and mm-hmm. it's going to be da 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 da. And they make the whole tag. You know, the future is not set. Right, mm-hmm. there is no fate, but the one we make. But the whole point was that the future was set and the future was going to happen and they needed to survive it. And then, and then they ended up breaking off where like they made salvation with Christian Bale Mm -hmm. and uh, Sam Worthington. And that, that Terminator like had feelings because he remembered when he was a human because they turned him into a Terminator from when he was a felon. Mm hmm. And then the Terminator franchise was like, it actually isn't canon in the series. So like, forget that one. And we're going to make another one and and then another one. And, you know, they made the one with uh, Khaleesi. What's her name? Yeah. Gosh. 
I'm having it's a hard not, time. Not important. It's not, it's not important. No, it's okay. definitely important. The the important question here is the very first time that you watch Terminator Two Judgment Day. Yeah, did I like you it? Enjoy it. I loved it. It's fantastic. Yes. So it wasn't probably until much later when you were older or had seen the movie multiple times or started learning more about time travel that you started yeah. poking holes in the logic theory. That's, that's sure. my, my thing with this is going any movie if watched enough times and you try to poke holes in it, you will be able to poke holes in it because do you just like the writer of, of these things is trying to write something to entertain us. If they knew all the time travel rules, they would be a scientist and not writing. <laughs> no, that's no. not true. That's not true. It's like, okay, so let's, but let's take like something more, more simple, like a fast and okay. furious. Right. So mm-hmm. if you're watching a fast and furious movie and you're like, Oh, these are awesome cars and big name actors. And all of a sudden, like the cars that were driving down the road, just like in, instead of having tires, their tires just dissolved into the road and they were just swimming through the road like they were boats. You'd be mm-hmm. like, what? Like they didn't transform or anything because that happens mm-hmm. at half the time in yeah. that series. Like whatever. <laughs> that that whole series is off the rails. But you yeah. get what I'm saying. If they, just I, were I just, if they just start, if they just start swimming down the road, you'd be like, that's weird that doesn't make yeah, sense so if, right? if they're gonna make a movie about cars know the basics and that's what i feel like time travel movies do they know at least some of the basics no they I think pretend into, to they pretend yeah, but, I mean, to think know about it. it there's no because there are no solid real, yeah exactly. Rules. exactly that that's the the thing at least with a car there are very solid rules you need an engine you need wheels <laughs> you need see you know like those kind of basic things you need gasoline to make it run you have these set rules that if you don't have those it it's not going to work whatsoever so they pick and choose the very basics to just go if we have this this and this in our time travel thing it could work and and yeah, I mean, I, I'll agree. There are probably a thousand crappy time travel movies because they are lazy with it. They are not paying attention and they have holes everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I think most of the movies that we named have all been ones that I personally have enjoyed because of the fact they get in, they get enough of the rules right or they, they kind of let you know what kind of you know way they're going about it. Like if, if you watch a Loki or you watch... You know, some of these that, that really do deal with the the multiverse theory where if you time travel, there's now a, a whole nother line that we're dealing with, you know, and then they can talk about things that way and, and go deeper. And then you're dealing with multiverses and the logic behind how that works and everything that, that things get very convoluted. It's a crazy subject to deal with, but I'm glad that someone's brave enough to do it because I enjoy the hell out of multiverse things. Like I have loved so many of the shows and movies and things that have come out about that. Yeah. My, my whole thing with the Umbrella Academy, especially this this newest season, or just the Umbrella Academy as a whole, is you know they have the whole commission that is it's kind of like Loki in the sense that you have these guys that are like the police of the timeline that you know when mm-hmm. people try to do things outside of that they have to go back and they got to fix and make sure that no one's screwing up these things. This newest uh, season is dealing with what you were talking about, the grandfather paradox, the, yeah. the fact that they go to a timeline where they should have never been born. 
Mm-hmm. And so now the whole universe is ending because it it can't figure out how to handle things. It's like there are people here that should not be be they should not be here because they were never bored. So yeah. we're just going to collapse in on ourselves. And the way that they do it is is super fun on trying to figure out well why were we never bored? How much time do we have before the universe ends? Can we figure out a way to fix this scenario? Um, that it's it's just done fun like i said movies are supposed to be entertaining and fun that if you want something (laughs) that really goes deep into it find documentaries on time travel and go argue with that guy and go that shit doesn't make sense dude but i'm i don't think i'm ever going well i'm not gonna say i'm never gonna argue with the director there's plenty of shit i'll argue (laughs) (laughs) and stuff like that but with, with most like i said i i don't let it I don't, I try not to overthink things and let things bother me. If, if really there, there's no one to argue with. Like, I mean, what do you, what's the point of being mad at the Terminator series when oh, oh, don't get me wrong. Like I'm not mad at this uh, series. I, again, I just have, I have a hard time with time travel movies in general mm-hmm. because going into it, I'm like, I just have a preset like, uh, this is not going to make any sense. They're going to explain away the fact that they went to the past and changed everything. And somehow mm-hmm. their body in the future just didn't get left as a, either a clone or a copy or the person that like when they travel, especially when they travel in, in they go to a, a future or a past and then they're just, they stay there or they're just there. And now there's mm-hmm. two of them. Yeah. Right. So one of them. Okay. Is Mm -hmm. going to say, especially in the past, you go again, we're going back to my whiteboard, Josh, you at, at 37, you go three years prior and you Mm -hmm. stay there. Okay. So you're now in, in 2019 with your 34 year old self and your, your 37 year old self and your 34 year old self stay there. You then stay in that that period with your other person. Maybe you don't even interact, but you're just there. Mm-hmm. And you stay there for three years, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, your 34-year-old self gets to 37. What does he do? I would recommend that he would get in the time machine. <laughs> he travels back. back. Right. Because if he doesn't, then you could create... Uh, a black hole in the universe that destroys everything. Correct. And your 37-year-old self that went back three years is mm-hmm. now who Rich is now 37. Fuck. He's actually 40. There's some shit. So you're now <laughs> so you're now you're now three years behind or ahead. Mm-hmm. No, behind. So your your 37-year-old self is now 40 in 2022. Okay. Yeah. And you and maybe you live on because you but for those three years, there is one of you that is going to continually loop for three years. Mm-hmm. That doesn't, that doesn't work. <laughs> that can't, that can't, that can't work. Okay. So, um, there's lots of rules with time travel. So I would like to know, <laughs> is there a movie that, that you have seen that you think checks all of the rules that you have laid out that you're like, I've tried poking holes in the logic of this one. This one's nailed it for me or just all of them. 
Close think, but no cigar. So I think that it's close but no cigar. I think that Tenet was a very, very interesting look at it with mm-hmm. things going backwards. Um, one, like basically one timeline running backwards, one running forwards. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was very interesting. Yeah. And, the, and, them, and them using, because like in time that way, like if you could figure out a way to like view time in reverse, it wouldn't mm-hmm. technically mess up the time that it's traveling forward. Like I, I like the forward thinking of that. Mm-hmm. I think that the only way that time travel makes sense, again, leaving the parody out of it, leaving the bringing Genghis Khan to your school play in the present and send, sending him mm-hmm. back and like acting like that's not going to literally destroy like <laughs> old China and Asia yeah. and all of that. You know what I mean? Like ignoring that. The only way that it works is if you um, have some sort of device or plot point or like this is the way it works in this universe mm-hmm. where it breaks the rules. For instance, the best thing that I can use as an example is the edge of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right. So how he, every time he dies, he loops yeah. back to a specific place mm-hmm. because of like the blood and the whatever thing like there's something that they figured out with the um what is it like one of the aliens or the alpha alien or something i don't remember i haven't seen it in a really long time but it has something to do with like the mind of the whatever anyways in it like the way that it works right he dies he loops he goes again Mm. and every time he dies he just resets 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 you don't have to worry about time travel not making sense in that scenario because you're literally introducing a plot device that's like, this breaks all the rules of time travel. It yeah. goes, dot, 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 you reset, you go again. You can use that same sort of thing if you're just like, okay, so in this universe, I travel back in time. I get to spend 30 seconds in whatever gear I want. I mm-hmm. Do as much as I can in those 30 seconds or 30 minutes. I zip back and it's like I was never there except for whatever effect I had on things. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, you could use that to say, okay, well, I'm going to go back in time and assassinate Hitler. Right. Mm -hmm. So you do that. You're there for 30 seconds. You pop back out. You yourself, even though you performed an action or did something that changed the course of history, you don't have to deal with the consequences of like a new timeline of you're there and you, and you know, now it's yeah, off you to another back. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So that's the only way it makes sense or remotely makes sense. I don't necessarily, I don't like the wording makes sense. Cause I don't think it ever makes sense. Yeah. Truly, truly makes sense, but that's okay. Because as you said, it's all for entertainment purposes. I'm telling you, if you were just dumber, you would love movies. So much more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay i love all these movies because i just do shit <laughs> like, <laughs> like i don't i mean maybe after watching terminator 10 times 20 times and thinking about things and learning more and watching other movies about time travel did i go back and think about it but i'm telling you for for probably age 10 to age 25 
I enjoyed the hell out of it and didn't once think like, hey, that shouldn't be possible, right? <laughs> like, no, I just enjoyed the movie because it's freaking awesome. I, like I Arnold just, comes in butt ass yes. naked, stealing <laughs> motorcycles, like shooting that shotgun, flipping it around. Bam. Like, oh, it's just Listen, freaking dope. I agree. I agree. I just can't handle the fact that Terminator. Mm-hmm. Their literal tagline is a contradiction to the storyline. I can't. It doesn't. I'm sorry. I love it. Yeah, but it. that's the tagline with the newer ones, isn't it? No, it's the Terminator 2 Judgment Day quote. The future is not set. There is no fate. The quote was what we, No, that's from number one. There is no fate but what we make for ourselves. No, that's not. That's not the way. It's not the way it goes. You close your boots and your motorcycle. motorcycle. <laughs> Give them to me now. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, great movie. It's, it's, I, it, it, yeah. Maybe that should fall in. The, maybe it should actually fall in the parody category. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's it's just an action version of Bill and Ted. That's all it is. There is no actual logic that went into it. They were like, time travel is cool. Wouldn't it be cool if we just went back in time and shot this dude? And now that never happened. It's like, yeah, that works. It's like, all right, let's 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 just write that. And it, like, no one would sit down and go, okay, time travel. How does it work? So it's going to be like, it doesn't. And it's like, oh, so I guess we can't do the movie. They're like, well, we, we still no, want to do the do movie. <laughs> like, yeah. We're still going to do it. It's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't work, matter. though. Yeah, there's lots of things that just do not work in movies, and we can enjoy the hell out of them because the the story can be good enough, the acting can be good enough, you get a good fuzzy feeling in your belly, or maybe you want to be scared, and that that's your thing. It doesn't matter. As long as, like I said, these are all in the entertainment category. Like, do not stress yourself about <laughs> logic and movies. Yeah. Or it's... it will drive you nuts. Because, yes. it, I mean, it doesn't matter. We could pick one movie and out of anything. Out of, just pick a movie out of a hat and we could probably find a thousand different things wrong with it if we really spent time thinking about it. Just the way that people talk and have conversations sometimes in movies. It's just like, no real people talk like that. <laughs> do, do, act, do actors and directors not get that? Like, I've never once had a conversation that way with another human being where they're yeah. like, yes, mother, I will go into the bubba. It's like, yeah. who who does that? <laughs> who like, talks like that? You know, but if you just dumb it down and you're like, yeah, they're just having a conversation. That's mom and, and daughter, whatever. And they're going on to do that. Like, cool. Like, I read man, an article recently that, that talked about how you have to make sure that when you're writing a script, you are taking into account whatever, like the dialect is in the area mm-hmm. that you're like setting the movie. So like, for instance, if you're setting a movie in Boston, it's not enough just to like have actors that can do a Boston accent. Right. Mm-hmm. But there are like phrases and things that people in Boston would just never say. Um, yeah. And then people in like Wisconsin, they don't just have a Wisconsin accent. They <laughs> like, they like say certain phrases and they say, yeah, like they have a way of conversating and a lot of things, times what happens is like people just write how they talk or how they expect people to talk mm-hmm. but necessarily don't they don't talk like that in whatever the setting is but that just furthers my point of like yes movies are entertainment but there are so many things that can take you out of 
for me at least, that can take you out of the story to where yeah. the movie isn't enjoyable or as enjoyable because you're too focused on like it'd be like if you were talking to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And they had lettuce in their teeth. Yeah. Like you're talking to them and you understand what they're saying, but like all you can think about is that they have lettuce in your teeth and you're looking for an a place to like butt in, hey, there's lettuce in your teeth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like hey, like try to and that's how I feel like time travel in movies is for me. I'm watching it and I am watching it and enjoying it maybe, but the whole time I'm just like there's lettuce in your teeth. No, I totally <laughs> get that because like like I said, if we're dealing like with that um the continuity guy, continuity guy, whatever yeah. that word is. Um like I was a big fan of the TV show Mad Men. Mm-hmm. You know, takes place years ago can't remember what date or whatever but i remember like reading about the director and how super anal he was about every single item in the show had to be like perfectly set like if there was a stapler if there was a pen if there was like anything it was like a a million easter eggs that he had of different things in that show that all of them were just perfect spot on Yes, that makes me appreciate that show so much more because sure. they put the time and effort into doing the absolute best that that he could to make sure every car that went by, every suit that was made, like there's a lot of things that that we don't think about. Like, I mean, like I said, the the suit that they're wearing, I'm not gonna know. I mean, if it's the the same shape as a style and it looks old, I'm gonna be like, yeah, but if you're a suit guy and you're like, yes, that suit was definitely from that time. Like, yeah, to put forth the effort to do that, even though, you know, that 99% of your viewers aren't going to understand it, but the ones that are really hardcore, maybe grew up in that time are going to really get it. And they're going to appreciate it. That's, I think it's super, super dope that they do that. Mm -hmm. And I, I think, so, I mean, I understand what you're saying when it comes to time travel stuff that there's some people, they, I feel like it's more like, there's some directors that just don't respect what it is to put the time or energy into doing anything with it. They take, like you said, the easy way out of, Ooh, our character, our main hero has a problem. We can <laughs> do all this shit we'll and then we'll fix it at the end it. Yeah. by going back. And it's like, yeah, that's a cop out. I, I will completely agree with you in that aspect. But if someone puts forth the time and energy and makes it good because time travel is hypothetical and theoretical and that there are no set guidelines for it. As far as we know, there are no set guidelines. Then you got to have a little bit of wiggle room and, you know, but I, I, at the same time, I understand where you're coming from because that, that's the thing with you. You're the suit guy. So when you're, you're watching, you're like, that suit just doesn't work. That suit wasn't made until two years ago. And you know, like it, it's, yeah, it it gets wild out there in the entertainment <laughs> industry. I'm just saying. True. Anyways, enough about time travel. Well, then that's enough <laughs> about our podcast. <laughs> so that's enough all we're time, talking about. Enough about time travel. That's that's it for that. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, there will be once again a poll and a question in the Spotify uh, episode. If you're listening to mm-hmm. this on Spotify. So please leave us a answer and a, and take the poll. Let us know what you thought. If you're watching this on YouTube, 
thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, leave us a comment. Let us know uh, how we're doing and what you think about time travel in movies or time travel in general. Mm-hmm. Or any and, recommendations of ones that we didn't mention that you're like, yeah. this This is the perfect time travel movie. It will alleviate it will all your concerns. Jack. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's good luck with that one. If you can come up with, <laughs> if you can come up with a movie that I will watch through that d- deals with time travel without any continuity issues, I will send you a hat. Mm. You, there you go. Hard to hear on the podcast. Anyways, that's all the time we have for this week. Thanks for watching, listening, and uh, we will see you next time. Mm-hmm. See you later, alligators. Mm-hmm. <laughs>